Today is May 27th. Jake and I are both back in our homes and we are ready to talk Yankees and answer the voicemails that you guys have provided us. I'm excited. Jake's excited. You're excited. Let's talk Yanks. Steaming hot takes. Your Yankees news with these two fine dudes. It's time for Talking Yanks. Talking Yanks with old John Boy. John Boy Jake. Talking Yanks with old John Boy. John Boy Jake. What is up? What's going on? Thank you for clicking play and hanging out with us for an hour as we discuss. The 2019 New York Yankees who are winning at an incredible pace, Jake. Hope you guys all had a great Memorial Day. Fantastic time in the sun. Jake and I are back from the bachelor party. We were both at, tired as hell, but we're bringing this episode to you, and then I'm going to go take a nice nap. How are you doing, Jake? Yeah, pretty cooked. Yeah, back back home, which is nice. I, I laid on the couch a little bit. And you forget what a nice feeling that is sometimes. <laughs> I've been eyeing the couch ever since I walked in. But I walked in the house and Clint and Gardy both go deep game one. And I'm like, all right, time to get the Sterling calls going. Here we go. Bing. Follow at J Sterling calls on Twitter for all your Sterling needs. But yeah, man, I almost thought I made a couple giant tactical errors, which now have my demeanor pretty good. I first... Thought I left my laptop charger at the bachelor party. So I go, I look in my computer bag, it's not there. Go back to the luggage, it's in there. But during that time, I came to grips with if I'm a big enough idiot and left it, like I had to deal with that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you and faced so right the consequences at, even before yes. you had to, yeah. So, so then I found it and I was like, whoa, playing with house money. <laughs> and then I go to get the microphone and it wasn't in my recording box. And I was like, damn it, Jake. I threw it in your suitcase. It was in the suitcase. But yeah. I, I did the exact same thing. I came to grips with losing it again. <laughs> and then I was rewarded again. So right now I'm doing pretty good. I packed, um, I packed and I, I almost packed up your mic. And then I was like, oh. Right. And then I threw it in. I made sure to put it like in your suitcase yeah. to make sure it got home with you. So there you go. We're all good now. And we got this episode is brought to you by two super cool people. Isaac Balboa, which Hell yeah. is obviously a strong name from a Rocky series. wonder if he hates that or he loves it. I think Lean you into it, Isaac. Be yourself, man. Isaac. And Warren Young. Okay. Sounds like a rich person's name to me. Think so? Well, you got like Warren Buffett. And then there's got to be someone, there's a young I'm thinking of that I can't remember right now, but. Steve Young. Stevie Young. Yeah. Sounds like a rich person's name to me. Who are those people, Jim? Those are our most recent Patreon subscribers, supporters. $2 a month. You can watch us live. You can interact with us in the chat. You get video access to every podcast if you would like. You get extra features as well. You get a chance to win two jerseys each month. There's a lot of perks. But I think mostly that people that do it, they just uh, want to support us, Jake, because they like what we're doing here. And uh, 
We have a very, very nice community of people. So patreon.com slash talking yanks if you want to go see what that's all about. Shall we dive it's fun? Stri- shall we dive? It sh- helps. It helps. Shall we dive straight into voicemails? I think so, right? Yeah, we got a couple. A couple take some weird routes. A couple doesn't seem like there's that one big topic. So, but we'll see. It's a it's a Memorial Day weekend. We'll see uh, what everyone called. Memorial Day weekend, Yanks are winning a lot. Yeah, I'm gonna. These are in a weird order right now. Like I want to go straight down the line, so I don't remember, so I don't forget my spot. Okay, well here we'll start this one off with a bang. Hey, talking Yanks, Dallas again. I know I just called and left the voicemail, but. I just finished watching the last game in the Kansas City Royals game. Clint Frazier needs to get a new glove. Like, I, I hate to say it, and I, I know it could be his plate, but that glove, it, it doesn't look like it opens. It looks like it's a piece of shit, like it's hard as a fucking rock. Like, it just bothers the hell out of me. As like an outfielder, he just he needs to get a new glove. Like, I, I, has anybody else thought of this? Like, it, it just looks like it's orange. Like, what? <laughs> I like the passion there. I will say this. What if a new glove helps, Jake? You ever seen Tin Cup when Kevin Costner like can't putt? And uh, is it Cheech or is it Chong? It's Cheech. Cheech. Who, who's, Cheech Marin. Who's teaching him how to, like, how to, who's got to shift your weight. Take all the coins out of your left pocket, put them in your right pocket. Right. Now put them back in your left pocket. And he's just like giving him mental motivation in a way, you know? Like, what if they tell Clint, this glove is going to be so much better for you, man. Just trust us. Like, and then it's just a mental thing. And he gets a little more confidence because he believes in this magic glove. I don't think it's a crazy thing to try out. I'm not above trying anything out if it means he could catch a fly ball. Yeah, try a new glove. Try two gloves. Both hands together. Go lefty. Try glove on the... Put the glove on the on your right hand. They should go have them catch balls with paddles. Talk to them. You know what I'm talking about? Those training paddles they use in baseball? So you yeah. have like soft hands. I wonder what they're trying. Because it's, it's drastic measure time. Yeah. I don't know. It's also, it's kind of like what you've been saying. I mean, Clint Frazier's been seeing what fly balls look like for the past, you know, 15 years or so. And so you can only do so much, I think. <laughs> I'd try like paddles to make him use both hands. And I'd have him slide feet first and catch a ball 10 times before every game. Because he doesn't know how to slide. He just knows how to dive. But I don't know if they're doing these things. I don't think they are. I think uh, they're happy with the hitting and they think the defense will figure itself out to a degree. I don't know. They just um, made, they just did another defensive replacement. The hitting's been phenomenal. Like he has two hits. He's the only player with multiple hits in the game versus the Padres today. And one's a home run and he gets he has to get defensive replacement in a one-run game. I I understand that it's correct call to get the best mm-hmm. defense in there, but it's a bummer because his bat is so good yeah. that you're like if one guy, if this game gets tied up, we're going to want Clint's bat in the game still. So maybe it's, it's Anduhar. It's time to take some drastic measures and, and just like bump up the training. Like having him, they showed him working like one day, you know, they're like, he's out there early working and all he was doing was catching fly balls, like batting practice fly balls. That's yeah. not, that's, that's not going to help him. Like we only got so much of the tape. Let's, 
It's right. So I hope they're doing more. They only showed right. us them. paddles. I don't know. Do like the old Tiger Woods dad trick when his dad would teach him how to putt and he would be putting and his dad would, dad would just be screaming and throwing his bag around the, yeah. the green to make Tiger be able to putt in pressure situations. Do that. Problem solved. Yeah. Get a paintball gun, put Clinton right field, nope. and just shoot all around him while he's trying to make catches. Nope. That could, could work. Grounds crew is not going to clean up that mess. Tarp the whole field. They like tarping stuff. That's their whole job. One guy hates it. I fucking hate this tarp. Hate this stupid tarp. <laughs> Where's Stephen Tarpley at, huh? Hey, guys. Mendel here. Jimmy, Jake, love your podcast. Um, yeah, I just wanted to say it's kind of ridiculous that the Yankees are like playing so well and there's people on Twitter cursing out Boone and Holder after one loss and we still won the series. Yeah, just want to say that. Um, have a great day. Yeah, it's the Yankees are playing so well. I feel so bad for the people searching for something to complain about because they, they want to be the first person to be on the regression. Yeah, we're right. playing good now, but this is going to be a problem soon. And they want to be the person that gets to say, I told you, and I feel bad because like everyone knows this isn't going to be the rest of the season. We're not going to win 28 out of whatever it is, like you know, 31 games the rest of the season. Everyone <laughs> knows that. But just enjoy it while it's happening instead of having to be the person to say, well, actually... This, uh, we've been winning, but this sign, that's not good to be good in the future. Just enjoy what's happening now because it's incredible. Yeah, and I'll say what, what's kind of cool because you and I landed on this topic on yesterday's podcast that, like, shoot, we, we need to appreciate this more because there will be a time when we're not winning as much. And today's win, it's so odd how different the emotions can be team by team season by season but this felt so much like what the yankees are supposed to be today couple homers one homer to stretch it late the bullpen was lights out yankees win happy memorial day it just felt like it was routine which is cool but also scary <laughs> It did feel like it was like a nice... Like, Jimmy, think think about how many times last year we, we ended up on the podcast and we'd say like, yeah, well, I, we couldn't... We used four guys out of the bullpen and you're not going to get all four guys' best days. And we've been doing that regularly now. A lot. We need Batances back to kind of like lessen that load because our top four guys have been doing... Like, we may look back and that will be something where like, wow, we really used those guys a lot in May. I don't know. I don't like really know the numbers, but it feels like those four guys, they're awesome right now. They are shut down. It's Ottavino, Canely, Britton, Chapman are pitching very well. But yeah, we've been using them a lot. But Tances will come back and fix it. Yeah. But uh, yeah. to Mendel's point, thanks for calling and leaving a voicemail. Yeah, I just feel bad for the people that like they, they feel a need to predict the doom instead of enjoying the fun. Live it up. Next. Hey, Talking Yanks. Alex Alfonso calling from Orlando. I just got a notification on my phone that the Yanks at the top evaluator to watch uh, Dallas Keuchel throw a sim game on Saturday or on Sunday. Um, I just want to know your thoughts on 
us maybe getting Keiko. And I also heard, like, during, like, the trade deadline, we may end up getting Scherzer since the match is tanking right now. Uh, love the show, guys. Keep it up. Thank you so much. Peace out. So these are the kind of big conversations. I still think we're too early right. for them. But Keiko and Kimbrell, do you have any thoughts? Not really. Um, who knows where Keiko's at right now? Is Keiko just in double middle fingers mode and is like, "I give me my one-year contract and I'm going to try to get a ring and then I'll actually sign somewhere next year? Or does he think that when the, the pick protection that's linked to him right now comes down, that a team's going to sign him to a four-year deal? That's what um, I have no idea. Like once the draft pick is out of it, and if you don't know, he's got a draft pick attached to him because he turned down a qualifying offer from uh, the Astros. So if you turn down a qualifying offer from the team that you last played for, then a draft pick is now attached to you. So anyone that signs him as a free agent gives a draft pick to the Astros. It's how we got Aaron Judge, actually. We got him for the draft pick for when Cleveland signed Swisher after he turned down our qualifying offer. No one wants to give up that draft pick, which I think is... I think, still think that's crazy. Some team could have budged just said, fuck it. Like, it's one player. But who knows? But they, they haven't. They really value the draft pick. So as yeah. soon as the draft is done, it's June 2nd, Jake? It's coming up. I mean, it's next couple days. Yeah. So is so he going to... It's about to get really loud. Is he going to go just boom? Is he just going to go? And what are is the deal going to be? You got to think that there's been talks. It's not illegal to have talks. And right. that Boris has been working multiple multiple teams saying, hey, the Rays are giving them four years this as soon as the, as soon as the date comes. You're going to be able to beat it? You know, and like... What is it going to be? I have no idea. Is he still going to get the big thing? He held out for a while, Jake. Like, for him to hold out this long and then sign a one-year deal, that's not going to happen, right? I mean, there's a chance. There's If, if that big offer isn't out there, if you're Dallas Keuchel, I mean, it, it turns into damage control for yourself. Join a contender, pitch well, hit free agency again, you blame Scott Boris, and then give it another go. Um but that's what we have no idea of, and there there hasn't even been any good rumor mill. Like I, I, I haven't seen the article that's like, well, the Twins offer Keuchel three years. Like I, I don't know. It, it depends where, where Keuchel is at mentally, and will a team get desperate? You'd feel like not. <laughs> like that's where you mentioned the draft pick. If a team was really desperate by this point, you're okay cashing in that draft pick to get Keuchel. Um, so I don't know. It's it's going to be interesting. Um, and then I think they mentioned Scherzer at the end. Um, Scherzer's contract is pretty gnarly. It'd be cool, but there's a lot that would have to go into that. Um, I That's not a thing in my brain. Yeah. Just like uh, Kluber last year and Bumgarner last year, I they were never actually options. Like Kluber, Bob Gardner during the trade deadline, I there was never thought San Francisco was going to trade him, and people kept talking about it. And Kluber in the off season, I said, they said it makes no sense for the Indians to trade him. It makes zero sense. It makes somewhat sense for them to move Scherzer, but that's, yeah. I mean, 
feels like a waiver wire deal. I don't know. That's uh, is that gone now? That that happens this year, right? There's no waiver wire moves. Oh yeah, I think they got rid of that. I mean, you could do it, but it's like if if this if the noise was really to get loud with that, like people wouldn't have an idea of how this trade would happen. <laughs> I, I, can't, Scherz, I Scherz, can't. Scherzer has deferred money down the line. Um, he's got a giant contract. Like if if you're if you're wanting to sit and come up with prospect packages for Scherzer, just don't do it. Yeah, I, that's not a that's not reality for me. It may be, but right now that's not even something that's like fun to talk about. It's right. not fathomable. Next, what's up, boys? This uh, Scott from Milwaukee. Um, just starting game two here in the uh, day night doubleheader on Saturday. Um, notice probably just maybe it's two guys that uh, are playing in the same spot for both games. Seems pretty low, which is great for us. I mean, it shows our depth. Um, just curious, kind of looking at uh, what's usual, if it's highly unusual. Um, so if you could look into that, that'd be cool. Just interested to get your thoughts. Hope you're having fun down in Austin. All right, and uh, go Yanks. Although this was kind of interesting. So they had a doubleheader, and they only had two guys play the same position defensively in both games. Right. That does seem rather low. That seems almost impossible for like the 09 Yankees to even do. It's just a new era of baseball, man. I yeah. I you could you could hear it in Michael K's voice today at the end of the game the Yankees win and he listed all the pitchers who pitch for the Yankees and you could feel like there's just a hint in the back of his voice that it's like this is nuts. <laughs> <laughs> this is different. Like, this is, baseball has changed. <laughs> so I, I went back just to the most recent doubleheader versus the Orioles, versus the Orioles. Sure. We had um, Voigt played first base both games. That's one. Glaber played shortstop both games. Talkman played left field both games. And that's all. LeMahieu played both games, but one at second, one at third. So that's, that was three. And then I found, I mean, I couldn't do a lot of deep research on this, but to, to, to quell the curiosity a tiny, tiny bit, I went, here's one from last year. Didi uh, played short both games. Wow. Neil played both games, but one at third, one at first, just like DJ. Wade played both games, but one at left, one at second. Robinson played both games. Oh, one in right field, one in left field. Bird played both games, one at first, one at DH. This is nuts, huh? So it was only one player. It was only Didi. Well, that's disgusting what they did that doubleheader last year. Rest days, best days. Bird, Walker, Romine, Wade, Robinson. Game two, Bird, Walker, Higgy, Wade, Robinson. Yikes. They split. Get one, they split one and one. That's jeez. Come a long way. We're actually playing like that's actually a great example of how much better our depth is this year. Yeah. Right there. Cameron Mabin instead of Shane Robinson. We fully relied on Wade and Robinson. I can't let's not do the Robinson times. Let's Hey boys, Pat from Jersey. Pat from Jersey here. I got a random question. Listen to the most recent R2C2 and uh, talking about CC's pitch in 
with the CC uh, Foundation. Um, and Jeter's got his Turn 2 Foundation. Two great names. I think this is awesome. What would your two names be if you were pro athlete, a Yankee, uh, and you have a foundation? What would you be, Jimmy and Jake? All right, boys, keep it up. That was kind of quiet. I don't know if you hear it, but basically, CC's got pitch in. Derek Jeter's got turn two. What would right. what would our foundation name be if we had a foundation? I came up with one, but it's pretty boring. Okay, what do you got? Talking thanks, and our foundation, oh, and we just go around thanking people that deserve thanks. It's pretty good. Just donations, like, hey, lunch lady, all the seventh grade kids want to say thanks. And then you and I just say thanks, and we hand them the money. Talking spanks. We give all the lunch um, lady new spanks. It keeps all the children in line so you don't have to spank them. Oh, okay. Or, yeah, spandex spandex shorts for bicyclists. Talking spanks. Talking spanks. That's good. What about yours, Jake? Jake Socks Foundation? Okay. You give vacuums to the dirty people that need vacuums? Get out of here. <laughs> Your vacuum foundation? Gio Urshela? Do you have a good do you have a good foundation name? It's kind of tough. I just did mine. Talking spanks? Yes. And mine was talking yeah, talking thanks. Yeah. So that's it. There you go. You got your answer. Yeah. Question was answered. <laughs> hey, Sam, Table, North Carolina. Look, I got a question. Um, just a really quick question. When James Paxton and Luis Severino come back, and CC comes back, that makes six starting pitchers. What happens? So when they all come back, hypothetically, if they're all good, what happens? I know most of the time these problems take care of themselves. So let's say that this problem doesn't take care of them take care of itself what do we do let me uh let me hear it thanks all right so paxton's coming back he's pitching on wednesday jake that's been announced that's awesome and they still don't think cc's gonna miss any more time and that'll put us at that'll put us whole at five starting pitchers when those two are back so uh, we're basically since paxton's gonna pitch his next time in the rotation we have four starters again hap herman tanaka paxton and cc should be back soon and we've been winning these bullpen games anyway. What happens when, did he say Seve too? I think it's a race between Seve and Gumby to be that extra six pitcher when we need Ooh. one. Seve, Sembi, Seve Gumby is a good one. Yo, I don't know who's going to be first. I mean, Gumby's closer. He's throwing. Yeah. That's a little more of a process. Yeah. Um I don't know. I, I, I think we touched upon it. The Domingo Herman innings thing, like we we said, will become a discussion soon. It might be soon. Like, what what did we say his high in innings for a year was? 123? Uh, 123. Okay. Yeah. In um, 2014. So yeah, I mean we're and obviously he had one bad start which we're we're not 
we don't care about unless it becomes another bad start. But um, I don't know. D- Domingo could end up missing some starts or being a swingman coming out of the bullpen some days or something like that. But um, I, give me the healthy guys back, and then we'll go. <laughs> I mean, Herman's been faltering of late, too. So we'll see. I think he's definitely going to get sat. I think they'll go to a six-man rotation come late August, September anyway. And it'll be a rotating fifth man so that the other four guys can stay as regular as they want. But we have talked about this. That's what they did with Jaime Garcia and Gumby, and they did it, and they wanted to do it last year when they got Lance Lynn, but Sonny just sucked. I I believe that's what they'll do, and they could even trade for someone. People want them to trade for a pitcher, but who knows? Yeah, we're going to – if everyone's healthy, we got a lot of starting pitchers. If Seve and Gumby are both able to throw – I mean, there's a world where Gumby doesn't even play in the MLB until September when rosters expand because Sevy's back. Sevy. Yeah, I hope Sevy's back earlier than that. I would hope the goal is to have him back earlier than that. But we will see. It's going to be interesting how it plays out. But Yeah, and I we haven't said it in a while, but, again, these things play themselves out. <laughs> the The Yankees team is going to have more injuries upcoming this season, which seems unfair, <laughs> but... They will happen. Yeah. He said, like, yeah, I know they usually play themselves out, but they won't. So, Canely's throwing his regular old change-ups today, Jake. So, I posted yeah. it because it was nasty, and everyone's telling me that's not his change-up. I'm like, it is. Been watching him pitch for three seasons now. He throws a right. 88 to 9. But everyone's fighting me that it's not a change-up. This guy's telling me that's his two-seam. And I said, his fastball's 98 miles per hour. He said, he has two-seams, 91. Yeah, that's how that works. It's <laughs> Did you see his changeups today? They're nasty. Yeah. Crazy good. Here's a fun one. What's up, John Boy Jake? This is Sam from Florida again. And yes, the yada, yada, yada was written down last time. I can't speak ad lib to save my life. But anyway, just got a short, fun question for y'all today. If you could take one player from the New York Yankees and put them on the New York Giants, the football team, uh, who would you pick and what position would they play? No, this isn't a football podcast, but figured I should ask a fun question. All right. See you all later. All right. What? I mean, the easy answer is like judge at tight end, right? He's the same size as Gronkowski. Yeah. He's the same body as Gronkowski. Yeah. I mean, that's the that's the money one. Talkman at um, safety? Like Jim Talkman Leonard back there? is a safety. Uh, linebackers, Canely, Voigt. Yeah. Domingo Herman could be like a, a wide out. He's a wide out. Yeah. Just uh like um just jump balls to the end zone, the pylon. Who's the quarterback? Sonny was a quarterback last year. Who's the gone. quarterback of the New York Yankees? Probably Hicks. Hicks. Probably this Hicks. This is a media question. Probably Hicks. Ooh, okay. I don't hate that. Gardner can be your um your Danny Wood. Gardner's the slot receiver, and that's obvious. Wes Welker. That's okay. so obvious. Okay. All right. Um, put your shell at quarterback. Screw it. That's my guy. <laughs> that's my quarterback. And CC's your center. Didi could be fun. Didi's a corner. A lot of lefties. A lot of lefties. Quarterback Gary? Whoa. No. no. 
The catcher with the strong arm. Whoa. Whoa. Sees so has the has the vision. Whoa. 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 Are we missing anyone? Clint Frazier? Kicker? Clint. No, Clint, Clint seems like- you know what Clint is? He's your like punt returner. Yeah, I was gonna say wide receiver. It, him and Guardy. They're both the slot receivers. Yeah, but Clint, Guardy's like falling his blockers and just hiding. Clint's making plays. Okay. Nice. Nice. Where are you playing? You know what? I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't think they'd have me on the team. <laughs> You're not invited? I don't think they'd invite me, yeah. Uh, here's a here's a question. Hey, boys. Pat from Jersey. Uh, I don't know if you saw it, but Brandon Hyde's um, press conference yesterday after the game Wednesday night, they're asking about Glaber Torres. He's like, well, you know, well, we've given up 10 hits to him, but, uh, you know, first rest of the teams, I think he's a two home runs and about 220. I mean, is this like the biggest backwards, backhanded insult to his own team? Slash, I don't question it. What's your reaction to this? Slash, what do they even do with Brandon Hyde? If they continue just to be historically bad and they just stick with them no matter what, or anyway, I thought it was a kind of interesting comment and a little annoying, but anyway, you got boys. Love you. You got anything on Brandon Hyde, Jake? Because I had the comment I made fun of his post game when he was, yeah, we may have lost the last six games to the Yankees, but we got it within three at the end a couple times. I made fun of him for that because I was like, what is that? Yeah. That's what you're hanging your hat on? Like, I know you're rebuilding, but if that's, you know, my favorite movie, Seabiscuit. Seabiscuit right. was trained to lose, Jake. Right. So when they, uh, when they, he was a training horse, he was, they, they forced him to lose races to boost other horses' morale. And then when they tried to get Seabiscuit to race, he lost. Because that's what he'd been trained to do, lose close races. So, like, what's Brandon Hyde doing? He's trying to train the Orioles to, like, just be be in it, be in the close game. It's weird. Seabiscuit didn't was... become a, a champion, so maybe that's... But then you'd have to take out Brandon Hyde, bring in a new manager who whips him in the shape. That's the Seabiscuit story. And that was talking Seabiscuit. But it is, it is the Glaber stuff is weird. Like, he owns you. They have the worst pitching staff ever assembled. <laughs> we Do we have that on the a shirt t- yet? The 2019 Baltimore <laughs> Orioles have the worst pitching staff ever assembled. Do we have that on a shirt yet? Just a bunch of letters. Really small oh, font. Time. <laughs> <laughs> Rudest shirt for sure. Um, I don't know, man. I mean, that's that team is in such a different world. Uh, yeah, I think sometimes you might need a small victory. <laughs> Um, and they have the worst pitching staff ever. Yeah. So this, this guy called in, he's saying it's like, it's backhand. It's an insult to his pitchers. He's like, yeah, versus us, he's got this and this and this, but versus the rest of the league, he sucks. Like, well, you're the team. Like what? You're, those are your yeah. pitchers. So are you, are you knocking labor? Are you knocking your pitchers? His pitchers. He's They're knock- the worst pitchers to ever play baseball. He's knocking his pitchers. You think that maybe the, the Orioles have the worst pitching staff ever assembled, Jake? So for every year, the different teams put together a pitching staff, mm-hmm. and the one in Baltimore is the worst to ever do it. Currently. Currently. Could have a big second half. David has had a good game, I think. 
As the slider was working. Same to talk to me only about that. I don't think he responded to my tweet. Okay. But, uh, <laughs> Bob Clappish just retweeted Katie Sharp getting involved. Good job. Good job, Katie. Good job, Katie. She listens. Good job. Say good job. Good job, Katie. Okay. Hey guys, it's Brian from Jersey. Take two here. Um, so, Wait, when hold on, hold Ben on, hold comes on. back, hold he'll on. obviously replace... Hold on, you gotta listen to take one from Brian. Okay. What's up, guys? It's Brian from Warren. Jake, I want to slap your big butt cheeks. Um, question, guys. So, obviously, when uh, Stan comes back, he's gonna replace Kendris. When Judge comes back, he'll replace uh, Cameron Maben. And Didi will probably take over Tyro's spot. That kind of leaves... Um, uh, what's his name? Ah, oh, shit. Forgot his name. Just ignore this voicemail. I'll forget. <laughs> it's good. Is he uh, looking for too low? What's he looking for? We'll find out in voicemail number two. We'll find out soon. <laughs> hey, guys. It's Brian from Jersey. Take two here. Um, so when Stanton comes back, he'll obviously replace Kendris Morales, and then Didi will replace um, Tyro. Judge comes back, he'll replace Cameron Maven. That kind of leaves Tulawitsky kind of out, right? So does that mean he gets traded? Or, I mean, do you think there's even a chance that he comes in and they replace um, Gio Urshula with him? Uh, tell me what you think. Thanks. Bye-bye. If this team tries to yeah. tell me we sent down Gio Urshela because Tulo's healthy, or we sent down Tyro Estrada because Tulo's healthy, or we uh, no longer have this guy on the team because Tulo's healthy, I, it's, I will not that'll be the biggest insult. It'll be a bigger insult than when they said Tulowitzki is going to be our starting shortstop to start the season until Glaber's back. Don't insult us again. We know Cashman that you guys are not dumb. And we know that Jake and I are kind of dumb and dumb. Even you and I, Jake, who are known dummies knew there was no way Troy Tulowitzki was playing games for the Yankees. So if they have to do a roster move to make room for Tulo just for him to get hurt after five games, and like, what if they DFA someone for that? They're not going to do that. They, that'd be so so yeah. stupid. But if they the, send, I, I think I think the real que- the real question is, would they send Tyro down to give Tulo like a second shot with the Yankees? And there's a chance. There's a chance they do, but they should not. Unless Tyro hits a, like a slump, by the time Tulo's ready, if Tyro's like oh for his last twenty and sliding, and they figure out how to pitch him around the league, then maybe. But if Tyro's doing anything close to what he's currently doing, no, right. just if another team calls and says we want Tulo, then here you go, other team. Enjoy. Give us. A player to be named later. Ooh, a little PTBNL. They can't. They can't squeeze Tulo back in, right? It would. It would be for Tyro, and I can unfortunately see them making sense of it because they don't like losing assets. And Troy Tulowitzki technically is an asset, light asset. And Tyro can still come up and go go up and down as they please. So I, I could see a world where they do that. You know how much I love 
the young prince Tyro Strada. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I I think the Tulo Tulo show is done, but we'll see. Me too. Remember Ellsbury? People thought he was yeah. going to play this year. I said he's going to play zero games. Get ready. He's he's zero games, right? When's the last time we got an Ellsbury update? They just they just sprinkle them in every month, and they just say, "Ah, oh, it's." Uh, Where's Jacoby Ellsbury living? Where do you think he is right now? Arizona. Arizona. Yeah, with his with his family, playing golf every day. Yeah, living the dream. Living the dream. Cash calls. Good for you. Has anyone seen you out and about? We got to keep this under wraps, you know. Yeah. No, no one can recognize me by my face these days, so we're good. Let's uh. Why don't you come down to Tampa next week? We'll get you another leg thing. You go back to Zona, play some more golf. Oh, actually, I just stubbed my toe. I'm good. Oh, back thing. Yeah. We're not prepared to not have Jacoby Ellsbury. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, guys. I'm a big fan of the show, by the way. My name is Tyler, uh, coming to you from California. And I was wondering what your take on Keuchel and, uh, what's his name? The, uh, I can't think of his name right now. Such for the Red Sox, you know, the Irish guy with the beard. Uh, what's your take on them with the Yankees is? So, uh, just, yeah, I'm wondering what you think. They would be good fits for the team to add to the bullpen or if you think we're set right now. Yeah, so that's it. Thanks. So we did Keuchel already, but Kimbrell, Jake, which is the Irish guy with the beard. He couldn't figure out his name. Uh, we think where do you think he lands like why don't the red sox just pick him up we talked to our red sox buddies because I, I i told them i was like yo you guys screwed the pooch by not signing out of vino because he's awesome and they're like yeah we probably should have signed him and maybe the closer we've had for the past four years <laughs> um so i don't know i mean kimbrell uh, no it, it's dude again it's kind of a sick it's kind of a sick world out there. This was Jake Storielli. Check out Talking Spanks. Um, if I gun to your head, don't do it. Pull, pull the trigger. Um, if you had to bet on Keuchel or Kimbrel getting a multi-year contract, who would you bet on? Keuchel. I think it's Kimbrel because I think you just you tell yourself it's a reliever. They're just going to be in the bullpen. He's going to be good. Blah blah blah. I don't. Keiko, there's all these question marks. Is he declining? Blah blah blah. What did Ada, um, What did Adavino just get from us? Two years. Uh, was he three for thirty three or something like that? Maybe. I don't see though. The word on the street was that Kimbrel wanted to get what Chapman got, which was a six year deal. I don't think closers are going to get six year deals anymore because it's. Uh, update Adovino Adovino was a three-year deal yeah you're right three Three for 27 I don't think closers or relievers are going to get six-year deals anymore it's the most volatile position in sports you go up and down Uh, until the CBA is fixed you can just get guys like Dellen Canely Chad Holder I mean there's guys all across the league right now that are putting up good numbers as relievers on their first six years in the MLB weakened contracts. So why would you pay and lock down Kimbrel for six years? I know that he's proven it, 
and that he's not as volatile as the others, but still, you know what I mean? Like, I just don't see relievers signing six-year deals, five-year deals anymore. And then get most, it's going to be three. Yeah, I, I, I think I could see four and five. I think it would make sense. I mean, it, you have to think, I mean, what, Zach Britton got a three for 30-ish range, same contract too. And we're talking about guys with a lesser resume than Craig Kimbrell at this point. So I, I don't know. It'll be interesting. Do we, like, do we care about Kimbrell? Like, just not the Astros, right? Uh, yeah, I don't want the Rays to get Keuchel. Okay, interesting. That's been, that's been, I don't think the Red Sox are trying to win this year. Like they I won last year. I know, and I think that's why they're kind of, that's why they didn't sign any relievers. Right. And I don't know, I don't see them making a bunch of huge moves at the deadline. Right. I could be reading that wrong, and who knows, maybe they'll get pressured into it. But it seems like if they wanted to make moves, they would have made them in the in the offseason. There was other moves to be made. Yeah, but um, uh, if the Rays want to be real deal, then I think they should go after Kimbrel and Keuchel. And I, I don't know how much money they have, but if they fall into their range, my only reason I would tell the Yankees to go after Keuchel is to stop him from going to the Rays. I don't think you have to be worried about the Rays. Um, they've got that that tall freak coming back in a couple weeks. Glash now. Uh, Glass no. Um Well, all the hub hub is that the Rays are really interested in Keiko. And um, they get their former top prospect back sometime this year, Honeywell. So I, they, they've got some arms reinforcements coming too, but we'll see. I don't know. Sign in the NL. Yeah, ju- that's actually, I don't care about either of them. As long as they don't go to the Rays or Sox or Astros. I think I, I, think I would be, at, yeah. Astros raising socks. Imagine don't that. sign there. Please. Imagine if if both of them don't sign with those three teams. I wouldn't. I would. I would. Wouldn't. I would be so happy. I'll put it that way. I'll just be like, cool. God, your all your all your twins enemies online. They're gonna be pissed. You have seen our lineup, and now we've got Dallas Keuchel. Yo, the twins are getting too much praise, Jake. Uh oh, here we go. I'm stumbling into it everywhere. As if it's, it's not a good lineup. As if it's not May. <laughs> They're like people are shoehorning them into like good enough to win a playoff series. They may be, but ask me in August. It's May. A- ask them in August, guys. It's busy right now. It's how are the twins this good? It's May. It's still May. They play in a division. With four teams actively not trying to win. Three teams. Three teams. That's a lot of games. What's 18 times three? Nobody can do that. I can't do that. It's 36 plus 18. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. 46. It's 46 plus... No. 54. They they play 54 games against 10. 52. (laughs) (laughs) We'll get our numbers guy on it. Yeah, we need our. Where's our math in term when we really need it? It's 54 games. You had it. They play 54 games against teams that are trying to not win. Not bad. We have the Orioles in our division, and we're taking full advantage of it. Imagine having Blue Jays are Blue Jays are really bad too. 
but aren't they're trying? Well, yeah, I guess they're not as they're not as tanking as the other teams. Yeah, but they have three Orioles in their division. Like we just played the Royals. They they're not right. even a real lineup. <laughs> <laughs> they're not. If you're a the Royal Tigers slash are, Yankees fan, the we're Tigers sorry for are that line. the Tigers are awful, Jake. Let's get out of the AL Central. What I was saying, quit giving the Twins so much praise in May when they're in a division full of teams trying to lose. The Indians are like being like forced to win. The Indians want to tank really, really bad. The Indians they, wanted to they, rebuild, they, and the really other teams wa- in the division were like, no. <laughs> the Indians are like, we'd love to shed some assets and rebuild, but we're the best team in our division, so it's not wise right now. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So just get out of here. Hey, guys, what's going on? So it's Monday night. I'm watching the game. Glaber just hit a home run to left, and there was almost interference by a fan out in the outfield. Uh, I just wanted to point out that that fan actually looked like the pitching coach from Rookie of the Year, the guy with the hot ice. Uh, look it up, see what you think, and let me know, because I'm pretty sure he looks just like him. All right, thanks, guys. All right. It did look like that guy. I remember someone actually tweeted out a side-by-side. Hot ice. It's the best of both worlds. Hot like, ice. We, we like a little bit of craziness, huh? It's a good movie. It's a good movie. Something, good, good, something movie. good just happened on my Twitter account, Jake. Okay. Made me, made me laugh. I posted a video, and one guy, he responded to it, and he just tagged his buddy. You know, like, hey, check this out. Right. Buddy responds, bruh. I seen that. I follow him. <laughs> yeah, I just got another two seam change up comment. They just keep coming. It's bizarre. Yep. All right. That's all the voicemails we got. Thank you guys for calling in. Tomorrow oh, wow. we will have uh, Sharp Stats with Katie Shop. We saved one voicemail for that. And the rest will, uh, well, we'll just have more questions. We got some stuff to break down with her tomorrow. This was the end of the voicemail episode. We thank all of you for calling in. We thank you for listening and downloading. And uh, we really thank you for all the five-star reviews that you've given us. And if your name is Thomas, you are obligated to give a five-star rating and review. Come on, Toms. That's... That's a tough break for all the Thomases out there. Yeah, that's, how, that's how it went. It's Memorial Day, and now you're screwed, and you have to go give us a five-star rating and review, Tom. Thank you for the reviews, Toms. Thank you very much. Go Yanks. Tell them, Grams. Go Yankees. <laughs>